He's Jimmer. He's Christian. This is two PTs and a, and bag, a bag of, of chips. chips. Whoa, that was perfectly synchronized. Today we're going to cover heat or ice. The age-old question. I think we should cover both. We will. I think we should cover heat and ice, not heat or we ice. We shall. We shall. And we will be reviewing the Taurus Selector Truffa Negra, provided by Ellen Bywaters. Easy for you to say. Not easy for me to say. They look fan- the, the, the bag looked amazing, right? It looked like it was it about ready to explode. It was very puffed up. It was super puffy. Super puffed. It was exciting. This is a uh, Spanish chip, I believe. Sure. Oh, they look pretty good. It's got black truffle. Isn't that a French thing? They look for truffles with pigs. Yes, pig truffles. But let's, we'll get to the chips later. Yes. Heat or ice? Or ice. We get this question every day. At least. At least every day. Is there more than every day? No, there isn't. No. So we get it at least every day. At least, I mean, probably more than once a day by individuals. Should I use heat or ice? Should I use heat or ice? The official answer is... For the yes. first 72 hours, ice is probably your best bet. The more acute the injury, the more likely you would benefit from ice. Although there are studies now that say that's not true. The, the thing being that ice is supposed to create vasoconstriction so that you don't have like a lot of bleeding or swelling when you have an acute injury. But if you apply ice for too long and the body starts to warm up itself, it increases vasodilation. So... It may offset counterintuitive, that. isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah. but I, I, I've read some of those studies, and I'm not convinced that the first 48 hours ice is not better than heat. I think you would go with ice. I think what we see a lot of is individuals actually over ice or overheat is Definitely. a real problem. Yes. And so when people tell you, you know, 10 or 15 minutes on, hour off. That's about as much as you ever want to yeah, do. Yeah, you definitely don't want to do more. Any more than that, and you're really kind of pushing the boundaries. And the reason for this is because when you do these activities, what you're trying to promote is fluid movement and specifically reduction of you know inflammation in an area. And the only way to do that is through moving fluid. Yes. And when you ice something, you, res- you get vasoconstriction, which reduces your blood flow and lymphatic flow for that matter as well. And you just rather not have that occur. You get puddling up of fluids in that case instead of movement, yeah. And so it's really good as an analgesic. It's a great way to kind of turn the pain off immediately, right? You put ice on for, for five or so minutes and your skin is cool to the touch. You can't quite feel the same amount of discomfort as you did before. And for that, it's very, very helpful. Yeah. And that's usually the case when you're having an acute pain reaction, right? So the old sprayed ankle or falling on your elbow or sprained wrist or what have you. An acute sprain always responds well to ice. If nothing else, like Christian just pointed out, uh, it feels better. It, it numbs the pain a little bit. The best thing to think about with this is that it's not necessarily time-specific, but if your skin is cool to the touch, it's not going to get any colder than that. And if it does, it's only going to cause you to basically get an ice burn, yeah. which, uh, which isn't helpful, and then you're even more uncomfortable than you were before. No, and that, that's the problem that we see actually more frequently nowadays with these new cooling machines that um, a lot of surgeons will prescribe post-surgery, so the cryo cuff or the the game ready or the game ready. So once your skin is numb, your sensation will go down, and you're not really feeling it getting colder and colder and colder. So if you use one of those machines that stays at a consistent temperature instead of an ice pack, which will gradually warm up, uh, you definitely run the risk of of creating ice burns, and and that's um, definitely not helpful in the recovery stage. No, it's just a whole other kind of injury to have to 
heal. I mean, when that happens, then you can't ice or, or you really shouldn't ice anymore. And that can also lead to some more kind of discomfort. So over icing is, is a big issue. Yep. So please, please don't do that. Yep. And then use of heat. Generally speaking, heat is something that makes you feel better. So more of almost like a relaxant. So if you're having a lot of tightness or tension in your muscles, your neck, lower back, heat will help Thighs, you relax. calf. I mean, it's a great way. What it's going to do is it's going to do what's called capillary response. It's going to essentially cause the blood flow to your skin to increase to try to cool that area off. Increase blood flow, more mobile, looser. You're going to feel more comfortable doing movements when you have heat in that area. Again, with heat, it's not something you can leave on for an hour or, or should leave on for an hour. Uh, we have moist heat here in the clinic. If we leave that on for somebody too long, it's again possible to, to get burns. That doesn't happen here, but it has happened in the past. Yeah, you, you'd have to really try. So you, if, if you just make sure you have a layer of tissue, and the same is true for ice, right? You never want to apply ice or heat directly to your skin. So make sure you have a layer in between. But if the heat gets too hot, add another layer. Don't try to tough it out. It's supposed to be relaxing. And if you're tensing up, it's doing the opposite of what you're trying to accomplish. Absolutely. The big one there at home is is like an electronic heating element. So you plug it in. This is something that's not going to lose heat. It's going to kind of continue to hold heat. And if you sit on that or lay on that, you're going to really reduce how much space there is for that heat to escape. And, and that's going to get pretty darn warm. It can, yes. Uh, but the old question, heat or ice, kind of comes back down at the very end of the day to whichever helps you feel better at the moment. Yes. What do you feel more comfortable with or what gives you the most amount of relief? And if you're not sure, try both and see which one feels better. Don't try both one after the other. Yeah, you need some time in between. And then we always like that you don't use heat right before bed because in that case, your body is cooling down and that will help you stiffen up, which isn't usually the goal. So the last thing you do in the day, we always suggest ice last. That way your body kind of warms up on its own as opposed to the alternative. And that's more, I guess, ana ana anecdotal information there. Just seems like that seems to be a problem more ana often. Anecdotal? Is that the right word? Was she a classmate of yours? No, I don't think so. Anecdotal. Anecdotal? Anecdotal. I don't know. Oh, I see where you're going. Anecdotal. Yeah, that sounds Yeah, right. that's her. That's the word. Yep. Yep. I guess the take-home message is do them all. Don't do them too much. See which one feels best. Because you can definitely overdo it with ice or with heat. And if you're using heat, and this is a little added side note, if you're using heat, moist heat tends to be a little bit more comfortable than dry heat. Dry heat being the, the plug-in pads. The other thing... Some people thoroughly enjoy Ben Gay and all its brothers and sisters. That is usually more of a skin irritant. So if you're rubbing in a lot of Ben Gay, it will irritate your skin, almost like Spanish pepper would. And that gives you a sense of heat. Not necessarily the same effect as applying a, a hot pack or a cold pack. So be, be very, very cautious using those topical um, analgesics. Yeah, they're going to be menthol. And then they're also going to be capsaicin, which is the active ingredient in any pepper. So, um, Which is a bit <clears throat> chilly, but I don't think you just need to rub it into your skin. No, and interesting fact there, I mean, that predominantly came from uh, Sandy Colfax back in the day, who'd rub that all over himself. Is that what Colfax happened in there? I don't think so. Okay. No. He's a lefty pitcher, basically. Yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't know. No, I yeah. wouldn't. No. Well, I think that kind of covers it. But ask us questions. If you have concerns. Yeah. There's, be there's cautious. No 
No such thing as a stupid question, right? So if you feel that heat should be better for you, but you've tried it and it doesn't feel good, you want to know why? Yeah, give us a call. See if we can help you out. So trivia from last week. Can you name three countries whose spelling begins with the letter D? Yeah, and I think we had already decided that the Democratic Republic of Congo and the People's Democratic Republic of North Korea were not true countries starting with a D, right? No, there's too much going on there. Yeah. No, so there's four countries total that do start with a D. We would have accepted answers of just any three of those, really. Yes. And so that's going to be Denmark, the Dominican Republic, Dominica. And then the favorite. Djibouti. Djibouti. You got to love Djibouti. You got to love Djibouti. So we had a couple correct answers this week, which was good. Nicely done, yes. Yeah. Yes, you guys are starting to get better at this. It's, it's awesome. Yeah, it's getting, it's getting good. In the neighborhood. In the neighborhood. Djibouti is uh, Jimmer's personal favorite due to their delicious salads. I love the Djibouti salads. For that's, a specific recipe, uh, please call in. That's an inside joke. Yep. Um, Djibouti. It just rolls off the tongue. It does. The new question, as Christmas is just right around the corner. It is. It will be on uh, Tuesday. We have a Christmas-related trivia question. That's right. How many gifts would you receive if you received all... That is all of the gifts in the song, The Twelve Days of Christmas. I love that. That's a great question. I, I was telling Christian earlier, I remember that there was a trivia question where you had to say how, how much money it would cost you to buy all those presents. And that changes every year, so that's kind of a tough one. It is, but you got to look it up. Got a ballpark. Yeah. It's those Lords of Leaping. That's, that's where they get you. Yeah, I couldn't tell you what other things they get. Maids of, maids of milk are not quite as expensive as Lords of Leaping. Some, something in a in a tree. The rental price for Lords of Leaping is really up there. And, and how many lords? Nine? Yeah, no, I don't know. Nine Lords of Leaping? I, I don't. I'm not good with the song. Not so good with the we song. Sh- we shouldn't sing it. We shouldn't. No. Chip we time. Won't, we won't. Chip time. I'm going so, to be loud here. I'm going to turn the back around. The bag around. Oh, around. boy. Trufa so, Negra. There you go. Patatas Big. Fritas Premium. Sorry mm, to interrupt you there. That's good. Mm, premium. Huh, all right, I'm going. Thank you, Alan. This was a uh, chip tear ratio, about 40%. So, again, the industry standard that we're coming Whoa. to find there. Down the hatch. Is that, is that garlic? It's supposed to be black truffle. That is strong. It's good. I like it. You don't really... Smell it. No. So that must be the truffle. Then, you then. definitely taste it. That's yeah. like, that's almost like a garlic. I guess now, now I don't remember why in the cooking shows they say you don't want to put too much of the black truffle on. Pungent. Not like we would have that problem because you'd have to go to France with your pig, dig up the truffle. Yeah, there's much searching. They're really good on french fries. It's like the new thing. So it makes sense that these chips would be there. I'm liking it. It's I like different. it too. I don't know if I would like a lot of them. Mm, it's always a problem. Right. Yep. Um, They're a little salty. Good, I mean, appropriate amount of salt. I'm going small, you go big. Oh, okay. Here we go. Uh, the chips, they're, pre- they're pretty thin, but they're, they're nice and crispy. Yeah, they're, they're thinner than, um, than the kettle chips, which are a favorite of mine. But yep. I'm liking this. I'm it's liking this flavor-wise, but yeah. Um, yeah I, I, wow. I'm giving it two thumbs up. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to join you. I'm thinking two thumbs up. Solid two thumbs up. Nice find Mrs. Bywaters. Yes, thank you very much. That is good stuff. These are very good. Well done. Thank you for listening today. 
We're also going to say uh, Happy Kwanzaa, which is also right around the corner. That's right. Happy Kwanzaa to everyone. Merry Who Christmas. That? Uh, next week, we are going to do the uh, biceps tendonitis. Ooh, proximal or distal. We will cover that then. Ooh, that's good. And then we are going to do the Daily Crave Lentil Chips Smoked Gouda Flavor. Courtesy of one Mr. Enthoven. Yes. Probably more one Mrs. Enthoven. The newest Mrs. The newest, the newest addition to the Enthoven clan. That's correct. My welcome Pippa. Sister-in-law, Philippa, a.k.a. Pippa. Yeah. A.K.A. Pip. Don't A.K.A. Make, Pip's Week. Don't, don't make me look bad A.K.A. Now. the Super Peach. I was impressed that I had it. Can't wait for that one. You know how I am with lentils. <laughs> anyway, looking for more information about us, Physical Therapy in general, or the show, check out our website, reboundclinic.com. Follow us during the week on... Twitter. Instagram. Snapface. Wherever. Facebook. We're not on Facebook. Kind of. We can't sign in. It's no, a problem. It's but not. it's probably a good thing now, considering Facebook sort of... They're in trouble. Doing some real freaky stuff. Anyway, thanks for listening. He's Jimmer, and I'm Christian.